Welcome to the Pad the Stats podcast, your destination for everything fantasy football and where fantasy title hopes come true. And now your host, James Swanson. Welcome to week three preseason football. Tonight's a big night, a lot of big games going on. So we're going to talk a little bit about uh, maybe some guys who had a good performance here on uh, recording this podcast Thursday night, August 22nd. Big slate of games been played tonight, Pat Cotter, and uh, a few guys stuck out. Um, we'll talk about them in a second, but how are you doing tonight? We have a big one on deck uh, for our listeners. We're going to talk about our 14-team draft that we did over the weekend. Yeah, I'm excited. It was our big league. I dominated the draft, as I usually do. Um, <laughs> yes, you did. And, uh, yes, you did. Just excited for some football, man. I'm ready. I'm ready for the season to start. I got a couple more... Drafts coming up, but man, I'm getting that itch. This is the time where I'm ready. I'm officially ready for the pre- for preseason football, exhibition football to be done. Yep. Once and this draft goes. Apparently, what was the game? There were two teams tonight that are also ready to be done because they canceled their game. Yeah, the Ravens the weather, and the weather. Just was it weather related? Games. Yeah, it was weather related. Okay. Well, still, you just said it perfectly. This goes to show how much these the, the league even cares about these games, right? So. Uh, Wow, we're getting ready. It's it's coming up quick. It's coming up really quick. So if you guys, JJR Sega Whiteside, put on a nice showing for the Eagles tonight. I think he had uh, quite close to double-digit catches. Yeah, he had a game. Um, I, I got to go back and watch the tape. I just got back yeah. from work, so haven't really made a really anything, Made a really nice catch uh, on a Josh McCown throw over the shoulder, back uh, front right corner of the end zone. Um, extended for it. Really showed his length. He got called in a pick play uh, that was... I think a blatant pick, um, but regardless, uh, yeah, I mean he's he's a guy who's uh, I think he's made a little bit of noise so far in the preseason. Yeah. He has a couple good good games. Uh, Trace McSorley three touchdowns for the Ravens, yeah, in all in the first half. So that was good. Um, I know Darius Geis got a little bit of run tonight. I saw three carries for 15 yards. That was very early. I don't know if he got any more run after that. We'll have to go back and uh, check it out. Yeah, I got a sleeper update um, saying that um, Sonia Shell looked good. I have, have yet to good. be able to watch him. But, I like to hey. hear that. Um, Cam Newton is probably the biggest news so far tonight. Yep. Seen in a walking boot, Pat, leaving the stadium. Not good. Not good for a guy. I mean, he's coming off shoulder surgery, so it's unrelated. But Sure. I mean, get an ankle injury. I mean, he came out in a walking boot. I imagine he probably had a some type of, and like, I bet a sprain. I mean, if we come out and find he has a fracture, it's not good. No. But, yeah, I'm going to just kind of be under the assumption he's probably a sprain. Yeah. Still not good, you know, having a guy like Cam with a sprained ankle this early. You know, this downgrades guys like DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel for me. It, uh, it's not good for them in, in, a big, in the big run, and neither it is neither for Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Um, they have Will Greer there. I think they have Derek Anderson too. I'm not sure. I don't know if Derek Anderson's still there or not. Yeah, no, he's no, there he's forever. Not. He's, not. he's probably he's not, not he's at this not. point. Um, yeah. Who else? They have somebody else there, an older guy. But I don't know. But Will Greer is probably going to get the first crack at that. I don't know. I don't know. It'll be position. interesting to see who would who would. But it's not good either way. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll uh, we'll find out what's up with Cam and uh, react accordingly once we figure out what the news actually is. A um, couple other guys left games tonight, Pat. I know there are a couple of concussion protocols. Yeah, like uh, um, Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed left. In the concussion and there was a protocol. receiver, I think, that left tonight, too, in the concussion protocol, but I can't think of who it is off the top of my head right now. No, I can't think either. Nobody huge, huge, but... Yeah, I don't think it was anybody... 
big time. Oh, Kumaro, or not Kumaro. Uh, um, oh, Kumaro had a touchdown tonight. Did he? Yeah, he had like nice. a 24-, 26-yard touchdown catch. Mm-hmm. Um, so St. Brown got it. Equinemius? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But... Okay, well, uh, uh, look. Packers, no starters played on offense for them. I saw Jamal Williams in there, so no Aaron Jones, no Aaron Rodgers. They were playing on that 80-yard field. Well, not, it wasn't an 80-yard field, but they had to make it an 80-yard field yeah. because apparently it wasn't up to snuff um, to play regulation size. I, I don't know. I didn't really see many highlights from that game. But regardless, we are. Uh, I just wanted to get a few little tidbits in there about um, some of the preseason action that was taken place tonight because you're probably going to be listening to this podcast early tomorrow or in the afternoon so a little bit of a rapid reaction there from oh, and, the uh, thursday oh, night sean gary got carted off the field i heard from okay the, the packers he their first, first round, round pick pick out of, i think michigan michigan yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So. sean gary was one of the most highly rated prospects ever coming out of high school that is wild. like you're talking about like Jadavion Clowney, robert kendici and like rashawn gary's right yeah. there like, those were some of the highest-rated guys ever could have come out of high school. Well, at least since 24-7 sports kind of kept the tracking of that stuff, from what I could tell. Uh, okay, Pat, we are—the way we're going to do this is—and um, I kind of—you know what? I'm sitting here, and I just realized that I forgot to—we we were going to do a couple segments to start the show, our biggest reaches and our biggest steals of the draft— um, there were a couple, let's mention the couple, the couple reaches yeah. right yeah, off the I, bat. I got a couple I already know. I can already think of. Yeah. So why don't you, uh, why don't you lead us off here? Tell us maybe one or two guys that really reached on a few picks in our draft on Sunday. This was a 14 team just to set you up with the format really quick. Uh, give you some background on our draft. We, this took place, uh, this past Sunday, August 18th. It was a 14 team draft. We are going to go through the whole thing because this is real. We've done a couple mock draft podcasts, but this is the real deal. So we can get some actual grades on our, some of our teams in our league and let you know what we liked from these drafts, what we didn't like, what were some reaches, what were some good value picks. So Pat, uh, tell our listeners a couple maybe reaches, big reaches that, that took place in this one. Yeah, early in the draft, uh, we had uh, Mahomes. You know, Mahomes went uh, mid-second round, probably team, uh, who would have been the ninth player, so. That was Dean. Yeah, to Dean. Dean took him in the mid-second round. I wasn't a fan of that pick. You know, he just, Mahomes, I might, give me a wide receiver there. I mean, there's guys still like uh, like Mike Evans, T.Y. Hilton was still on the board, Nick Chubb was still on the board. I would have taken Kelsey over Mahomes, like, I just don't like going quarterback that early. And Mahomes, I don't think he's going to have that 50-touchdown year again. So I didn't really care for that pick. Um, Edelman went a little early. You know, I again, I'd rather have a guy like uh, carry on. And or, where did he go? Coach. He went right at the turn of the of – the, uh, Boone took him right at the turn. Okay, so that's the 2-3 two, two, turn. Yeah. Okay, so early. just for everybody's reference, that's 28 overall for Edelman. Yeah. 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 Um, I agree. A little bit early for me too. Yeah, I mean, there were a lot of guys that kind of just went right around where they should. Um, but early, those were kind of the big reaches for me. Otherwise, I, went, I thought people did pretty good in the first round. Okay, let me Second say round. kudos to our league quickly because we've come a long way. This is our eighth season. This is our most important league, Pat, the one we care about the most. No doubt. Um, a very competitive league. I think we have a lot of good owners in this league for the most part. We added one new one this year. Johnny Meyer, who's a good friend of ours, is is now in the league. But But – for the most part, we've had the same staple of guys, same staple of owners for a long time. And we've come a long way in terms of how our guys approach quarterbacks. It used to be where you'd see multiple quarterbacks going in the first two rounds, three rounds. 
Uh, we have done a good job, I think, of making this look as close to an expert draft as you possibly can. Yeah. Uh, next quarterback, just so you know, to to kind of reference that a little bit. Um, the next quarterback was what Aaron Rodgers in the fifth round. Yeah, it was. So he went five point ten. Um, yeah, five ten. So, I, yeah, I mean that's I think that's great. Yeah, I mean I, our t- our league's gotten a lot better. It really has. Everybody's getting to be to know their stuff every more uh, like a lot more. Just comes with uh with having the con- the continuity that we've had. You know, we have a lot of owners that are at least in their fourth year in the league. Um, a lot of the guys we've added recently have uh, been, you know, have really worked out and uh, have that stable of what, probably seven guys that have been in the league since it started. So, um, yeah, I, our league has been really good. So, very good job, guys, you know, in the first couple of rounds. Let's take a look at the seventh and eighth round range. Pat, there were two players that stuck out to me Golden Tate in the seventh round i thought was just a, a a really really big reach there yeah huge reach i mean he suspended the first four games and he's on an offense that while i'm kind of hoping that they do very good because i got two guys saquon saquon barkley and uh, evan ingram but uh i mean he suspended four games and he's not in a good offense so that's so roops and he, has a, was a, and he has a concussion right yeah now. he has i think he'll be good in four weeks yeah but, he'll be uh, fine but but uh Roops, come on, man. That was a huge reach. I know. I'm sorry that you can't put him on IR now. I thought you could, but dude, what are you doing? So just to talk a little bit about the picks that went after Golden Tate, this is the sixth round coming back uh, 14 to 1. So Eric Ebron went after uh, Curtis Samuel, Will Fuller. Corey Davis, Dante Pettis is an easy, easy takeover Golden Tate for me. In fact, I would have taken all of those guys uh, over Golden Tate personally, I would have probably taken the next four or five rounds. I don't want Golden Tate until like legitimately my last pick. Yeah, Emmanuel Sanders, give me him. Give me Sammy Watkins. Give me Crowder. Um, give me Anthony Miller. Give me Geronimo Allison. And I'm me... probably at a point where I'm taking like if we want to talk other positions, I'm taking Matt Breda over. Yep. Over. Yep. Golden Tate. So yeah, a bit of a reach on that one. Muhammad Sanu. I know Pat. You don't think this is quite as big a reach as I do. Uh, I know he's had 96 and 94 targets the last two years, but I think Calvin Ridley's going to step up big time. And look, I just don't think taking Muhammad Sanu in the eighth round is a, a very wise pick. I mean, I think he's a, a very, very low-end, solid, steady player. Like, he's going to get you, what, seven points a week? And, but be very consistent in getting seven points. And you're going to look at the end of the year and go, oh, man, Muhammad Sanu is like the, the 35th receiver. How the heck did he do that? You know, you don't even think of him as really doing anything. I mean, again, he's just going to be consistently mediocre. So it's not an exciting pick at all, but I think he's going to be around there at the end of the year. I understand what Dean was doing here because he needed to get receivers. He only had Robbie Anderson at this point through the first six rounds. So, yeah, he had to go receiver. Uh, like, would you rather have Larry Fitzgerald or Muhammad Sanu? Larry Fitzgerald easily. Like, a lot. I would rather have Larry Fitzgerald by a lot. Okay. Would you be ra- willing to take a chance on, like, a James Washington over Muhammad Sanu? Yeah. I mean, I'm just not going to draft Muhammad Sanu because I'm going to have a better team by then, and I'm not going to need – he's never going to play on my team. Yeah. Like, legitimately, when am I going to be like, all right, I definitely need that six, seven points that he's going to get me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. Um Look, I'm looking over the draft board here a little bit. A couple guys that I really I thought were good picks. I thought Tony's pick with Chris Carson where he got him that D 
deep in the fourth round in a 14-team league. I thought that was a great pick by by Tony. Uh, I was seriously considering him. I picked 13th, so I was on that 3-4 turn. Uh, I took David Montgomery, Sony Michelle, but I was seriously considering taking Chris Carson as one of my backs over them. So I thought that was a great pick by Tony. Yeah, I mean, I think it was right around where Carson should have went. Like, yeah, I have him higher personally. Yeah, I like I, I'm, I'm totally comfortable in taking Chris Carson at the end of the third round. Yeah, me too. But I don't think like be him going right where Tony got him was a huge reach. I think Tony would definitely got lucky because he was the last of that tier for me. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, all those guys that went before him are kind of in the same area for me in terms of their viability. That's fair, but you're right. There's a drop-off like, after. Like, like Coleman. Yeah. Like, Tevin Coleman and Chris Carson, like, that is a that is a tier break. Yeah, that is a tier break. You, t- you fall off a small cliff yep. at that point. Yep. Rudy. Because you're talking about a running back in Carson who's going to, you know, carry the ball 250-plus times. Yeah. Probably in a, in a high, a heavy run offense. So, like, legitimately, if if – Say Tony would have just picked somebody else, like Chris Godwin. Like, uh, if uh, obviously he wouldn't have picked Chris Godwin because he has Mike Evans, but okay, Alshon Jeffrey. Um, Rudy's team looks a heck of a lot better with Chris Carson on that squad. Like, Tevin Coleman is a, a huge reach as we're talking here. Yeah. But, uh, like, I almost get it because he needed to get a wide receiver. He needed to get a, a running back there. Because, so, like, Chris Carson, if you if he was able to get Chris Carson, his team would look a I'm, lot better. So, I'm looking at Rudy's team right now, and my first thought is, God, he had to have been just pissed off. Yeah, I would because yeah. he's probably looking at Tony's team coming back in that fourth round and thinking, okay, Tony has Le'Veon and Fournette, and Dean has David Johnson and Marlon Mack. Yeah. Like, there's a good chance, and, and Dean hasn't taken a receiver to this point. Yeah. So, so Rudy's sitting there thinking, okay, one of these guys is going to take a receiver. Yeah. No, it goes James White, Mark Ingram, Chris Carson, and he's left to take Tevin Coleman. Yeah, that, that that's uh, I'm sorry, Rudy. Your team is very has suffered greatly for it, and that's just how it falls, buddy. I literally just saw that now and, and yeah, had to point I that out. But that yeah, legitimately is crazy. Um, okay, uh, look, let's just peek really quick a little bit deeper. Um, look, we've talked about Mitch's team, Pat, and he had some really just fortunate uh, things yeah. happen for him. The Tariq Cohen pick I thought was great. The Tariq Cohen, like his two running backs were just the most fortunate picks ever. You know, right out, Tariq Cohen was great. Like legitimately, every time I was looking at, like I'm, I was the second pick and Mitch was the 12th. So I'm sitting on the other side of the board and I'm legitimately debating the guys that he got with my pick. And then I'm sitting there watching these guys fall. Like, I'm like, legitimately, Tony came over to me a couple times. Like, like people like later in the draft are coming mm-hmm. over to me early in the draft. We're sitting there like, yeah. Wait, how how is how is how is he still on the board? Tariq Cohen. Like how is Tariq Cohen still on the board? Another guy got uh, Devonta Freeman. I'm sitting there talking to Boone, going, "Dude, how is he still here? This makes no sense." I look at Jonah and go, "Dude, I was legitimately thinking about taking Devonta Freeman." He's like, "Dude, I was doing the same thing." And yeah. now he's falling all the way down to the twelfth pick. Mitch scoops him up. Bravo, Mitch. You like. That those were two. Those Both are two of the best picks. picks. Both to of me, those, those are the two best picks in the draft. Yeah. So Mitch, Mitch gets uh, Devontae Freeman at three point twelve. Uh, again, so that's twenty eight plus. That's forty. He gets yeah. him forty overall. Yeah. Uh, and then he gets Tariq Cohen. This is a full point PPR league. So Tariq Cohen in the sixth round. Um, so let me see if my math's right here. Four. Yeah. So. Yeah, somewhere in there. So 
I mean, it's just a great yeah, pick. It's a ba- amazing, amazing pick. Yeah. Come, yeah. Well, we'll get into the team, the, the team breakdowns here in a little bit. Just kind of wanted to go over some of the biggest, the biggest picks. Uh, Swan, what late round picks outside of your own were your, your kind of your favorite? Yeah. Good point. Like good question. End of the bench guys. Who are you? Who'd you like there? Yeah. Uh, let me take a look here really quick. Look, I, I thought Mitch's pick, going back to his team, I like the Justice Hill pick late. Yeah, I thought that's yeah. a great deep flyer. Um, another one for you here. I thought that, let's see. I, I mean, the Tony Pollard pick by Jonah makes a lot of sense, well, having Ezekiel Elliott. Getting him that late was beautiful because he has, has Zeke. So, you know, that was a great pick by Jonah. Yeah, and, and look, I even think taking a shot on Michael Gallup in the 13th round, like Amari Cooper, we know how yeah. up and down he is. If Ezekiel Elliott holds out, I heard that they made him an offer today. If he was to hold out, you know, they're going to have to spread the ball around more. Yeah. And I think Michael Gallup could be a, a good option. And where you get him, you know, that late, um, I thought that was a good pick too. Yeah, I agree. Did you have anybody else that you wanted to point out or was that – did I kind of cover the, some of the big you ones? You covered most of them, you know. There um, were some other good picks. I don't want to discount anybody. I mean, anybody, I like Jake but... getting – Doyle with legitimately the last pick in the draft, uh, you know, as his only tight end. I like Doyle as a pick. Um, Brady too for Boone, getting him as the last quarterback off the board. Like those are those are good picks to me. Kevin, Kenny Stills, I thought by Rudy was a good pick. I thought that was good too. You know, taking a guy like probably their receiver one. Never you know? gets any credit. No, but he does. Flies under the radar. He's gonna be. A, he's not a sexy pick, but I thought he was good. You know, I think you're gonna get good return on him. So yeah. All right. You ready to do this thing? Yeah, let's, let's do count it. it up. All right. Okay. Do you want me to start? Yeah, start it let's out. Let's go back and forth. How's that sound? All right. All right. Starting at number fourteen, we're gonna go fourteen to one in our rankings. These are Pat and I's consensus rankings that we yeah. came up with last night. We went through each one. Uh, the criteria here is, uh, you know, we're talking about, um, you know, we're we're factoring in everything. How did these guys do early on? Did they nail their first four rounds? Did they get some good bench depth? How did they do at the quarterback and tight end position? Did they take more than one quarterback and more than one tight end? We had a few situations like that. Again, this is a four-bench league, Pat. So, you know... They matter. They matter. Like Those bench spots matter, and this is what we talk about when we discuss premium positions, running back and receiver, Mm -hmm. with, with thin benches like that. I'm always a proponent of you. You got to I'm I'm mostly a proponent all the time. Yeah. Of stacking up at those positions. Now in those ten bench leagues that we're in, yes. Yeah. Okay. You get another quarterback. You get another tight end. You take two tight two quarterbacks. But not in a league like this. No. No way. The only way I'm taking two quarterbacks in a league like this is if I'm taking luck, and I'm just that makes that makes luck even less appealing for me just because I don't want to waste that spot on somebody because I'm still looking like today I'm looking at the waiver wire and I still like a lot of guys that are out there so mm-hmm. like it's I don't want to be sitting there with oh man I need to keep an extra quarterback on my bench because I have luck and he might not play so. right okay uh so those are all of the determining factors and how we ranked these teams so starting at number 14 Dean with a big fat F. Yep, that was a it was a terrible draft. Again, you know we started out with, with uh, David Johnson, went with Mahomes in the second round, huge huge reach, and then he comes back with two more running backs. I I mean with the with the with taking a quarterback that early, you need to get a, a good wide receiver, and we see why. If he would have taken Brandon Cooks instead of Marlon Mack 
in that third round, I thought that would have been a much better move yeah, for him. Yeah, that, that moves him up to a, like a, a much better team. Like, yeah, it would have been at least pretty good. Yeah, and, and not to mention, so so Dean comes and takes Marlon Mack in the third round. I personally would have rather had Philip Lindsay, Devontae Freeman for sure, mm-hmm. uh, David Montgomery. I've moved up over Marlon Mack at this point. Sony Michelle, I would rather have. Um, I think you probably would rather have Mark Ingram. I'd rather have Mark Ingram than Marlon Mack. And I'd probably almost, uh, it's close between him and Chris Carson for mm-hmm. me too. So there were some better running back options there in my book. Uh, and and also wide receiver have, options. Yes. Yeah, like Brandon Cook's right there. Take him. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, Dean comes in at 14. Sorry, Dean, but uh, you struck out on this and one. And he, he reached on Ebron, and then his, his – uh, Depth is not that good. He's got Frank Gore on his team, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> yeah, that that was like the cherry on top of a bad draft at the very end. Yeah. So, okay, at number 13, Pat, who do we have at number 13 in our we rankings? We have uh, John, actually, me and The you, newcomer. Yeah, we have John, the newcomer. And, you know, John, it's just, it wasn't a great draft for you, buddy. Um, you know, you got Connor and Thielen there in early. I don't mind those picks. I really don't mind those picks that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but coming back, you got, you know, getting uh, Philip Lindsay. I thought that's a little bit of a reach, especially with Devonta Freeman there. I'd rather have Freeman, Montgomery, Michelle, uh, and Ingram, and Carson. So there's a lot of the running backs I'd rather have there. He's kind of still in that tier, but, uh, you know, oh, well, not in, he's not in Freeman's tier, but, you know, yeah, just didn't care for that pick. Yeah, so John had the 11th overall pick in the draft so he was going 11 in the odd rounds and four in the even rounds um so yeah connor thielen Lindsay. yeah again that that was another one where i would have had rather had a couple running backs over Lindsay. Mm-hmm. um and then we talk about the big ben pick big reach yeah, there and, and really i mean I, I still look at this team and say this is a team that can compete on a weekly basis i don't think this is a team that's going to be absolutely so like what you're telling me is this is not a sloth-worthy team? John does not. He's going to compete every week, but, I mean, I just I don't like his bench. I really don't like his bench at all. Um, he's got Rollinsberger. I thought that was a little bit of a reach. There's guys like Wentz. There's guys like Luck. Um, Breeze, Matt Ryan on the board. But, you know, Ben Rodriguez have a big season. Um, I'm just going to take a, a, a skill position there because I'm going to wait on quarterback at that point. Yeah, and then he comes back in the next round, Pat, and takes Kyle Rudolph. Yeah, I didn't I didn't care for that pick either. I just think that, again, I'd rather go for those skill positions and take a kind of a middling tight end, especially, you know, when there's a couple better guys I liked on the board. Um, again, Kyle Rudolph could be fine, but I just think there's a lot of similar guys to Ben and Rudolph uh, you can get later in the draft. So, Yeah, this was, the, to me, John and Dean, the, the thing that kind of separated them – like Dean's, the way he kind of constructed his team was crappy. The way for John, it more was like he just struck out on the wrong players. Yeah, I feel like. And and just there's not to me there's just not that much exciting about his team. It's a it 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 has the look of a team that's going to be like all right, yeah. I think a lot of this hinges on Eckler and what he can do if if Melvin Gordon is out. Like yeah. how much of that is a split between him and Justin Jackson? And then also, how effective will Austin Eckler be? Yeah, I think that's that's a big thing to to kind of uh, you know wait and see there for John. Uh, Overall, okay, it's it's a it's a ho hum team that's not all that exciting and with I don't think all that much upside, but could you know 
win on a bad week. If, I mean, I think John could beat anybody in the league, honestly, if they have a bad, like a mediocre or a bad week. Right. He's not a sloth. I think he'll be fine. He's not a sloth. Uh, okay. At number 12, we had Roops come in. We gave Roops a D plus, Pat. Yeah, Roops a, a little bit better of a draft, but, you know, again, didn't care for some of his later picks. Um, I thought the Aaron Rodgers pick was a absolutely wonderful pick. Um, at that point in the draft, that's what I'm saying. All right, um, I'm ready to take that next quarterback. And legitimately, when he took Aaron Rodgers, I'm thinking, hey, I can't believe another quarterback hasn't gone. You know, I'm thinking maybe he'll even slide back to me or one of those those top guys will slide back to me yeah. in the seventh round. So. So he gets the him. Round, yeah. He gets him at sixty six overall. Aaron yeah. Rodgers at sixty six. That's great. That's great. Like the, I've taken that all day because I got Aaron. I think Aaron Rodgers has the upside to be the number one quarterback easily. Yeah. So especially with the Andrew Luck situation, it's just the come coming back and taking uh, Golden Tate when you have guys like Curtis Samuel, you know Fuller, Pettis. We, we said already. It's just that really just made me mad. It did. And 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 James White, I thought was a reach as well. I'm not taking James White. I'm taking Mark Ingram. I'm taking Chris Carson there. Agreed. I agree with all the points you made. Uh, and just to talk about, look, even his bench, really, like Damian Harris is probably not going to get much of a run this year. Mm-hmm. I get that, like we talked about yesterday, like he wanted to get the handcuff to James White kind of, but like Sony Michelle's the guy there, in my opinion. So there are a couple hurdles to jump for Damian Harris to even get mm-hmm. the the ball in his hands yeah. and then second like i don't know why he took tj hawkinson that that was again that was a big drop for me big like, strikeout like, like that's like your team like roops your team's a c to me but then you get you get demoted down to that uh d plus because of that pick yeah legitimately because of that pick i we demoted you yeah so uh actually i'm gonna do a quick recap really quick on the first three teams because what we did after the draft was we all sat there were like six or seven of us we sat there and we came up with consensus rankings on the spot yeah i think this we you and i went through this much more thoroughly yeah and we did adjust some things so dean initially got a d this is more so for the guys who are listening in our league dean got a d we gave him an f yeah we 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 do we downgraded both john and Dean. john had a d plus at the draft after the draft we gave him a d and then Roops was a C plus. We gave him a D plus. Yeah. So we downgraded all three of these guys to yeah. start. Um, who do we got at eleven? Uh, eleven, we got Rudy. Rudy. Um, again, we just talked about it. if Chris Carson was there, I think that ball bumps him up to the solid C that he got. But he just kind of ran out of guys. At that point, you might just need to say, "Screw it, I'm gonna just take another good wide receiver and then figure it out later." Um, but taking Tevin Coleman where you did, I thought that was a huge reach. Um, I would rather have Tariq Cohen, and Tariq Cohen didn't go for another full round and a half. So to me, you way over, you way reach on Tevin Coleman. He does have that upside. I just don't think he's going to end up being that guy that gets a, takes the full workload. Um, and you taking Cooper where you did kind of kind of screwed you. I think if you take a wide, if you take a running back there, you have a lot more things you could have did the next round. Yeah, I mean, the first two picks are awesome. Yeah. I love Devontae Adams there. I think that's about where he goes. Yep. And then I love Kelsey getting him at, you know, 21. Which, I mean, and I Cooper, it's about where he goes too, but. Yeah, and Cooper's good value there. I mean, he's got that 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 uh, ankle, or that foot injury, the plantar fasciitis. Yeah. Um, which is kind of demoting him every day for me until I hear that he's getting better. But, like, it's right where he should have went. But just, like, after that, I just wasn't a fan of the draft. 
Yeah. It was almost like taking Amari Cooper where Rudy did was like he got karma for that yeah. with the Tevin Coleman yeah. <laughs> falling to yeah. him. Like I like, said, if he would take a running back there, he could have came back. Like say he got Adams, Kelsey, uh, Freeman, and then he came back with Chris Godwin. Yeah, I would have liked that way more. That would have been amazing. It would have been perfect. Like his team would look so good if he would have did something like that. And then, then, then he just makes the biggest sin of fantasy that I've ever seen, which is crazy because we have another team that did this. But he takes Baker Mayfield, which is fine. Baker's fine. He got him late, which is cool. So he maybe he's good. But then he took Sam Darnold after that. And he also takes Austin Hooper after getting Travis Kelsey in the second. Dude, you took the first you took the first tight end. You don't need a backup. Yeah. Legitimately, you don't need a backup tight end when you have the uh I don't care how much you like Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper could be your third tight end. You don't take Well, this just comes down to even though it's a 14 team league, it's deep, but you have four bench spots. Yeah. You can stream tight end in this format. Easily. Nobody else should have a tight end. No on there. question. No question. I don't care if you're in a 12-team league with six bench spots or eight bench spots. Like, you can stream tight end. Yeah. You can absolutely stream tight end. There's no reason to take a second one to have insurance. Like, there's just no reason Especially when you have Kelsey. Yeah. Well, yes. I, I shouldn't even talk about streaming because he has Kelsey. So he doesn't have to. Like, it, yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. Uh, look, what did it in for me was just that running back visit situation. Yeah. I mean, Tevin Coleman... He got it, it was a it was a product of unluck and it, again at that time you almost just need to say you know what screw it I'm going no RB we'll take a ton of right at the end of the draft and see what happens and then you take a super risky guy in Darius Geis yeah who just got yeah. clear for contact I think he played a little bit tonight uh, but I mean that's a that's a sticky situation especially to be having when, as your RB two especially when Tariq Cohen and Miles Sanders are still on the board yeah now don't get me wrong like Darius Geis I like. And I think he has the upside to be that guy, but I'm not trusting it, especially when you only have one other running back on your team at this point. And he's and it's Tevin risk. Coleman. And he's Tevin Coleman. Yeah. And so then you come back and take Daryl Henderson, who we both agree that. Like, why are you even drafting Daryl Henderson until it's like double digit rounds? Yeah. For me, at least, yeah, I, I I don't want him. I think he's going to be a bust. I mean, I just don't. Like, we have no guarantee that he's going to even be anything. Right. Like we haven't seen him in the NFL. He ran through nine mile wide. Uh, holes in the in college like for me daryl henderson in a low end college and i mean like, i don't care and, i don't and, care and about that Gurley is like uh is a beast like and we've never seen him actually lose this workload so we don't know what's gonna happen like don't tell like i'm not drafting daryl henderson before miles sanders i'm not drafting him before any of those pass catching running backs duke johnson naeem hines Deion lewis Deion lewis like no way like give me those guys all day yeah. you're telling me that naeem hines is gonna catch 60 balls and i'm gonna take daryl henderson who's backing up Todd Gurley? Yeah. No. No. Absolutely not. You're crazy. You're we absolutely crazy. We don't even know that if he's going to be the the RB2. Like and it's not like he's been absolutely like lights out in the pre yeah. in the preseason. Now again, this is a PPR league, so, you know, full point, that's all we do. But maybe if you're in a standard, I I don't know. It's just crazy to me that Daryl Henderson's kind of going where he is. Now, this is a little bit later than we saw him. We've seen him creep up like 6-7 round. Yeah. And that's just just way even more ridiculous. It was better. So. It was better since he went in the eighth round. But okay, we got to move on. Uh, at number ten, this is kind of a tier. Yeah, uh, jump a for tier us. Yeah. Rudy again uh, was a C at the draft, and then we we gave him a D plus, so another downgrade. 
Um, but we have our first upgrade. First upgrade. And first that upgrade. comes with Boone at number 10, Pat. Yep, Boone uh, started off the uh, the night, and uh, I didn't like really a lot of his picks. You know, he came out, <laughs> and he started with McCaffrey, which was the least out of my top four guys. You know, well, if Zeke is healthy. Zeke is my number one if healthy, so dude, go, go out and draft him and uh, hope he comes back because he's going to be a stun. But uh, McCaffrey's four for me in a PPR. I'm taking Kamara. I am taking Barkley. I am taking Zeke. And then it is a tier break, and then it is McCaffrey. So, to me, starting out with McCaffrey, I don't care if you're even diversifying like Boone said he was doing. I don't like it. I thought that was dumb. Why? I I, I don't understand, like, well, this is a whole different conversation, but I I think that, I agree with you that that Kamara and Barkley like slam, like take one of them, but like that's a slam dunk over McCaffrey for me. Yep. Like there is a bit of a yeah. break there. Yeah, like it's a bad offense. I get McCaffrey's going to catch ninety, yeah, hundred passes, he's gonna be fine. But like he'll be good. And but... he still he still worries me a little bit for injury risk. He got tons of workload last year. He's not a big guy. He's just not. But he hasn't been injury prone. I just he just a guy that small still. Worries I think me. you're looking at him thinking, but he's he's. He's built differently. He looks like he's small, but he's dude. He's he packs on the pounds. That still he's pretty me a thick. Bit. I'm taking Barkley. I'm taking Kamara before him. Taking yeah, Zeke. not Zeke now. But I mean, is there any difference in the size between Kamara and McCaffrey? Kamara's bigger. I would look yeah, that I, up. I, I will. But, uh, I bet McCaffrey weight pushes two twenty, two fifteen. I bet I bet Kamara's like two, maybe a few pounds heavier, like two twenty two, something like that. Anyway. 5'10", For Kamara. And that was... I bet McCaffrey's this... McCaffrey's probably the same size, dude. Yeah. He is! 5'11", 205. So okay, all right. He's got 10 pounds. Less. All right, well, he's whatever. Less than that. Would you see those training camp photos of him yeah, early in spring? He's, still, he's, he's bigger. He's I bet he's 215 now. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, Boone. Look, I, I thought he could definitely could have done better from the one spot. Yeah. No doubt. And then he comes back. I kind of got screwed a little bit. I think he got a teardrop there where the wide receiver is. So if I were him, I would have definitely taken a running back. I like the Kittle pick, honestly. If he would have taken on Johnson, I probably would have taken Kittle. Um, so I like that pick. Coming he, down back with D.J. With Moore in the fourth was a good pick, too. You know, I like where he started. The, I mean. Who would you rather have? Would you rather have Aaron Jones or Carrion? Well, we've talked about this. Carrion right now. So if you would have went McCaffrey, carry on, and then Kittle, or if you would have went Barkley, carry on, and then Kittle, I would have went. That would have been outstanding, right? Oh my God, yeah. That would have been very nice. Been very nice. What do you think about DJ Moore there at four? I like it. That's where I would have taken him. Well, I guess the end of the fourth. Yeah, I was taking DJ Moore. No, I was still taking. I still have Calvin Ridley above DJ Moore, but um, Kenyon Drake pick was lousy. Yeah, that was terrible. That was legitimately terrible. And LaShawn I mean, McCoy. I mean, I don't, I don't like, like that either. Things. That's that's why his team is, is down here because I don't really care for a lot of his ending, his kind of those middle round picks. Um, again, Brady's fine. I think that's that's all right. That's why he's up another tier. And really, a lot of these teams just show you how good our, our league is and how like, because I feel like there's a, a good kind of group here of guys that are kind of towards the end of that playoff contention. Yeah, I agree. I what kind of saved Boone's draft for me in in my eyes to make him at least somewhat respectable 
I I like the the deep receiver yeah, picks he John got. Brown John Brown and, and Michael and Gallup. Gallup. Yeah. Like, the only problem is just that's not where he needs players. Like his running like the, his running back stables Christian McCaffrey, great, then Kenyon Drake, LaShawn McCoy, Jalen Samuels. That makes me want to puke a little bit. But what running backs were there? You could have taken Tony Pollard, you could have taken Yeah, I mean, Hill. I mean, I would take him. Bre- I would have taken Breda with instead of McCoy. I would have taken like Kalen Block. Oh well, like, yes. Going back to those, yes, I I would agree. Yeah, but I mean, but, he, there weren't. He didn't have great options there because he didn't and take that running back in the second or the, you know right at that two three turn, yeah. which that's why I took carry on where I did. So, and I would have taken Aaron Jones if he was gone. So, all right, at number nine we got the big man turned skinny. Yep. D. Big, Big D. D. Big, Big D, D coming in at a C. Uh, we had him at a C minus after the draft, Pat. We, we have upgraded him at a C. Him to a C. We so him he to starts C. off with, wow, uh, a lot of risk. Also a a, also an absolute ton of upside. Yeah, so much upside. He goes girly at five, so he had the fifth overall pick, and then he comes back in the second round takes Damian Williams. I would have rather had on Johnson, Josh Jacobs, Aaron Jones. And then he takes Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon. So you have arthritis. You have but a God, mediocre back, and then you have potential. a holdout. <laughs> yeah, but oh my! If they if like if if Damian Williams ends up playing the entire year as their num as their leading back in carries, let's just say that. Let's just say he's he's the lead back there. Maybe not getting like the full workload, but a should lead be back. good. It's a good offense. Melvin Gordon comes back early, week one, week two. That team is going to be absolutely just. Like mind-boggling. Like you're gonna cry facing D's team if his if Melvin Gordon gets back up to full speed early. Okay, this is a whole different subject, kind of. I have a like I don't have a good feeling about Melvin Gordon. I don't either. That's a stingy front office that really is not either. willing to budge on. I him. don't either. But that this his team hinges on that Melvin Gordon pick, like most teams will there. But I would not have had the. Cojones to do yeah. that no, right I there, man. I like Melvin Gordon's almost off my board until it gets becomes too much of it. Just a, I can't do anything yeah, else. That's tough. But hey, D, that's a typical D. Yeah, no, D's like I'm, I'm taking five that. Or saw one. And then you know, Alshon is fine. There's a lot of guys I would have rather had, like Cooper Cup, Tyler Lockett, um, DJ Moore, Riley Ridley. But you know, he's in that tier of same guys. OJ Howard, the OJ Howard pick was your best pick, D. I love that pick. He's right there. Like I was considering him there towards the end of the draft, or towards that end, that fifth round pick. Yeah. I think that's right where he, he. I think it's a little bit of a value, you know, right where he should go. And I don't think there's anybody else I would take in there. Yeah, he's haunting my dreams. <laughs> Imagine if, if you would take an AJ Green there. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been fitting. Uh, love the Dante Pettis pick. Yeah, that was a wonder, dude. That was, D. I was very mad at you when you took that pick. Um, I would would have just creamed. So Dwayne, <laughs> jeez. Dwayne, Dwayne. Anyway, uh, Dwayne picked Dante Pettis at six point ten nine. Dude, he's fallen farther than in that. That's nice. In some drafts in a fourteen team league that yeah. deep in the sixth dude, round. I like he, that. And again, he's falling farther in in some drafts. He's going to be a value this year. Don't listen to that negative hype train. Take him confidently. Yeah. Okay. Colin Sutton's fine. He's an upside. He feel like he's got an upside, but. I don't care for him as much. Um, but where he got him, there's not too many other guys, that the, especially wide receiver I would have taken. You know, he's got the number one linebacker. He's got Darius Leonard, his dude, Demarcus Lawrence. I'm not a fan of his bench. That's what brings his team down to me, especially since he's taken all that risk early. So this is typical D who never has a good bench. No, no. 
he just takes these high upside guys who he hits on one. He always gets that number one guy to position. I feel like. Yeah. He Somehow. Just, yeah, he's just consistently getting that upside dude because he takes so many swings at the fence. Yeah. Big D. Hey man, I give you credit, D. You're a heavy hitter. That's what I like about you. You wait. Drew Brees is gonna come out and throw for like six thousand yards and yeah. forty-five touchdowns. Yeah, everybody's here. talking about you know pass attempts going down. He'll yeah. come out and throw six hundred and ten times and just light the world on fire. Yeah. OJ Howard will be number one. He'll yeah, catch no doubt. Eighteen touchdowns. That's exactly how it's gonna go. All right, moving on to number eight. Let's do a quick recap. Dean at fourteen, we gave him an F. Thirteen was John. We gave him a D. Twelve Roops, we gave him a D plus, and then uh, the final player here owner here in that last tier was rudy at 11 coming in at another d plus boone at 10 this was the uh second lowest tier where we have six players five players five owners in there uh we gave boone a c at 10 and then d at nine with a c and then coming in at number eight the first kind of playoff spot one thing i wanted to point out though is we also included kind of the fantasy pros rankings to kind of make our table here um just for yeah yeah, just for comparison and kind of to look at it but Boone and Rudy, they really liked your teams. Boone had a 91. They loved Boone's team. They gave him an A. But uh, Rudy, they gave you a B, you know, with an 81 score there. So, you know, they like uh, they like you guys' teams better than we do. So everybody else is kind of in line with where we had them. But, uh, yeah, our first playoff team. Steve. Uh, Steve coming, down, coming up there. We gave him a C, and the league gave him a C. So our first match. Yeah, the biggest thing here is he could have had a better grade, but – in the first five rounds, he takes two receivers from the same team. Yeah, that, I mean that we gave him a pretty big knock for that. that yeah, I, I hate that. And Why are you doing that? It was funny because like maybe he really did mean it. He played it off like he didn't, like he, he was, was like, like yep. completely cool with it. Yep. I don't know if he really was or not. I even I even talked to him about trading uh, Evan Ingram, who I you know I'd already said I have my team for uh, like in a package well, to like, get. Let's explain this real quick. He took Keenan Allen. We didn't say the names. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams for the Chargers. So he took both those guys in the first five rounds. I mean, maybe handcuffing because Keenan Allen's a little injured right now. But um, Friendship strategy, too early for me. Way too early for me. So that was, you know, that team's overall a pretty decent one. You know, it'd be nice to get a little bit more uh, running back depth for you. But honestly, the team's not terrible. The team's pretty good. Um, overall, it really hurts you that you got Cam Newton. Um, I didn't care for your defensive guys either with uh, Khalil Mack. As a linebacker, Jadavion Clowney and Keanu Newton. I think Jadavion Clowney actually is a uh, – he might be a linebacker. No, he's, I think he's a defensive lineman in the in Yahoo yeah. system. So. Yeah, yeah, Just not a big – Keanu Neal's good. You, I was mad at you for sniping him from me. But uh, uh, overall, teams – I – just uh just i yeah just and eight. you take the hit you probably would have been a b minus if it wasn't for the the doubling up on a team yeah and and now cam newton being injured i'm sorry buddy but you can stream now like everybody else will yeah your third running back's peyton barber blah that's just ugly yeah but he's got a great receiving i mean he's got eight i wouldn't call it great i mean yeah i don't know if you ever try to overcompensate because he took that uh extra guy so he can trade later but I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I Yeah, I think it's okay. I think it's okay. I don't, I don't love it, um, but is what it is. All right. This was maybe the biggest upgrade of our draft 
and Jake coming in at number seven. Jake, I know you're going to be thrilled to hear this because we bashed you so hard yeah. for that 3-4 round, the 3-4 uh, turn that you picked at. Jake picked at 14. So he had that turn pick, and it kind of Absolutely. took a little bit of an interesting decision-making there botched in the 3-4 round. Three, four uh, he just botched it. It was terrible. These guys, he way reached on both these guys. Both very unexciting players in my book. Okay, well, let's bash him really quick for these two picks, Pat, and then we'll talk him back up. All right, yeah, I like that. You know, Derrick Henry is flaming garbage. <laughs> he's absolutely terrible. He's not good. You do not want him on your fantasy team because he's going to give you 6, 4, 0, 3, 32, 1, 8, you can only put up with that so long before it's like, I don't care when he gets that 30-point week. It's not yeah, worth it. It's not because you're, you're just going to like fester yeah. that entire time without with him on there. And Allen Robinson to me, like he's good. I like Allen Robinson this year in, in general. Like I, but there are so many other good receivers on the board that that was such an idiotic pick. Legitimately, Bob Woods. Bobby Woods, the yeah, famous we, Bob Woods, yeah, was that's out his there. New, that's his new – that's what we, he that's goes our by new, now. He's Bobby. <laughs> he's, he's Bob Bobby. Woods. And then Kenny Galladay is still there. Chris Godwin's still there. Tyler Lockett's still there. Cooper Cup's still there. Shit, take another running back. Or, you know, like I just – just Robinson was a big reach for me. I would have – I don't think he should have went for another round and a half. Yeah, I agree there. I would Same rather with Henry. These are both fifth-round guys to me, and you took them at the, at the three-four turn. I like the Miles Sanders pick. I was going to take him uh, yeah. at 6.7. No, yes. Where are we at here? At 6.2, I think. Yeah, the uh, the the 6 7 turn. I was going to take him at 6.2. No, the 5 the 5, five, six, six, five turn. 6 turn, yeah. I was going to take him at 6.2. Um I took well, we'll get to my picks, my draft it's here it's, a little you bit. You know, it's funny. Um but Josh Gordon, we Kind of bashed for a little bit, Pat, but we've come around on that. A yeah, little bit. I think that's a good pick. I think that was a good pick. You know, even looking uh, at the rest of the receivers that come off, there's not many guys I'd rather take over Josh Gordon. It's fine, and you know, like if you think that he's going to be a boss this year, it's you can take him there. And you know, like it's just I looked at your team after the, like at the draft, and I think I overreacted to the Derrick Henry and Allen Robinson pick. The rest of the team is pretty good. I'll give it to you, Jake. I really came have come around on your team, and I'm accepting that it's it's a fine team. It's a fine team. So Jake coming in at number seven with a C plus. We bumped him up from a C minus. Uh, so yeah, not a not a bad draft, Jake. Not bad after all. Not great. Uh, I, we that you know that three four round could have been much better. Uh, three four turn, but overall not too terrible. Uh, all right, Pat, and the last person in our tier before we in make our, another like, in our break. Pushing for the playoff tier. Pushing for the playoff tier. You're in playoff contention if playoff you're in one of these yeah. five spots. Uh, Corey at number six had a better grade at the draft than he did in our eyes. Yep, we, we gave him a C-plus compared to a B at the draft. Yep. Um, you know, Corey, he started off real nice. I like his first three picks getting DeAndre Hopkins. I like his first four picks. Yeah. Chris Godwin. You know, I, there's a couple guys I'd rather have over Chris Godwin there, but yeah, it's fine. Um, Who would you rather have over Chris Godwin? Tyler Lockett, I Tyler know. Tyler Lockett. Okay. Cooper Cup. DJ Moore. Riley Ridley. Maybe not DJ Moore, but Riley Ridley for sure. Not Riley Ridley. Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. Definitely Ridley. not Riley no, Ridley. Dude, Riley Ridley's a big sleeper. <laughs> yeah? Riley Ridley? Yep. 
Mister Four Seven Five Forty. Yep. Yeah. No. Don't. I don't want to talk. I'm joking. I'm joking. I know. I, I know. I know you are. I know you are. Yeah. Save that for the dynasty talk. Um, I don't know about that. I would. I think I'd rather have Godwin over Ridley. Uh, but and maybe Lockett. Probably go DJ he's Moore. In, he's Godwin. In the, he's but in he's that right in that. He's, he's right in that. Yeah, I'm not. Right that I'm not mad about the pick. Comes not, back and gets Lamar Miller in the fifth. I mean, again, it just the, uh, the a lot of names just keep popping up whenever we do this. I'd much, 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 much rather would have Tariq Cohen. So I'm almost giving a lot of people a downgrade for not taking him. But uh, I mean, he's kind of in that area, I guess. It's just not great to, to have him. This is what happens when you take a tight end early. It's just you run out of those options at running back. I love getting AP in the ninth. Yeah, that, that that's a, a deep pick. pick. You're in the hundreds. Pick. You're in the triple digits, and you're getting AP again. I think this is a solid squad, but you get a downgrade because you, again, did the sinfulest thing in fantasy. You took another quarterback, and you took another tight end. There's, you have Zach Ertz. Again, you have a top three tight end. You do not need to have Trey Burton. He's trash. <laughs> tell us how you really feel. I'm bad. I'm I can tell. Bad. You're like red over here. At, uh, least, at least he took the upside of Kyler Murray that he can be like, all right, I, I might have the, the top five, a top five cheat code sure. in Kyler Murray. It's better than Rudy when you t- when he took Sam Darnold yeah, there's as no his reason for quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, I mean, I thought it was an okay draft. Um, pretty good. I, again, I love your first four picks. I don't mind the Lamar Miller pick. No, Again, I I'm with you. I would have rather had Cohen in a PPR, but it is what it is. So I thought you did just fine, Corey, in those first you know five rounds. Um, Again, this is going to be a team that's good whenever they're on the field. Yeah, it's I just, think you're going to be your okay. Depth is lacking. I think you're going to be okay. So I think that's six spot. You know, you're in the top six uh, of a 14 team league. So pretty, pretty good. Okay, another tier break here. We have three teams in the uh, second highest tier, and we're starting at number five with the two time. Finals appearance. Straight. Two, two straight. Two straight finals appearance oh, for forgot, this we guy. Forgot, we forgot to give out give a props to Steve for winning the league. Sorry, Steve. We should have uh, mentioned yeah. that. The year Our the champ was at eight. Um, champ's at eight. Yeah, not the best showing for the defending champ. But no, hey. but hey, he was at the beach. He was probably a little drunk. Yeah, we, ain't gonna, we so. aren't going to get let him off the hook, though. Yeah, he was. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, Tony at five. Pat, we uh, we matched what we gave him at the at the draft. At the draft it'll, yeah. it'll be minus. And uh, and fantasy pros agreed. They gave him an eighty-one. So, you know, Tony, I thought you did an okay job of kind of just scooping up values that fell to you in the middle of the draft. That's a hard spot to be at. You know, you're kind of just sitting there waiting for people to fall, hoping they do. Chris Carson was. We already talked about it. it was a great pick. I like Le'Veon Bell and Mike Evans as your first two. Um, Fournette. He's got a lot of upside, so I don't hate it. I have a couple guys I'd rather have. Where would you be comfortable taking Leonard Fournette? Right right around there, honestly. I mean, I think okay. I would have taken Cooks over Fournette. I would have taken Devonta Freeman over Fournette, but I can't be mad about that pick because he's got a lot of upside if he can stay healthy. Is that too early for A.J. Green? No. I think that's right where we should have went, and taking him, if, if he goes back early, you're telling me he's got Bell, Fournette, Carson, Evans, Green? That's a that's a squad. That can be a league winner. That can be a league winner. It really can, Tony. I like this team. This is like our elite tier of teams. I, yeah, I'd say great tier. Uh, this is the great tier. Yeah. Uh, next tier, we go to elite. Yeah. In my opinion. I still think the like um, Curtis Samuel, I love. You know, I still would have had Pettis, but again, Curtis Samuel has been one of my darlings of the year. He's my, you know, my guy, if, if you'll say it like that, yeah. you know. 
Tyrell Williams, I think, has a lot of upside, especially if AB continues to be a psychopath. Um, and then Caleb the one, Ross, the, look, the one the one backfield I am avoiding is the Dolphins backfield. I'm not touching it. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it, I guess it's not terrible it's given the new Mon given Grief, the most fine. recent news. You know, Rivers and Reed. This he pulled my classic strategy of just waiting as long as you can to take your tight end and your and your quarterback. So. Tony, you had a great draft. You followed up a, a number two season with another, you know, a good showing. So I'm kind of excited for you, man. Speaking of great drafts, uh, according to Fantasy Pros, our next guy got 100. Yeah. Perfect score. Jonah, Jonah, they loved it. They loved your draft. And we, we bumped it down a little bit. as much. Uh, do we, but do we do agree with the league in, a, in it being a B. Yeah, so Jonah had the uh, fourth overall pick. He Look, he went right off the bat with a big with a big pick, and he took Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, and and we will frame this by saying that whenever we drafted, this was the night after we got the the alert went out saying that Ezekiel Elliott was on a plane back from Cabo coming to Dallas. Yeah. So again, it was kind of like it kind of felt like he was about to resign. I was kind of sitting there like rubbing my hands together, thinking to myself like. Does anybody remember when Le'Veon Bell jumped on a jet from wherever he was to come back and everybody mm-hmm. said, oh, he's coming back to Pittsburgh? Yep, he did. No, he didn't. He went to Ohio. He went to watch some high school football game. And, and he, he played never, basketball. And he, yeah, and he, he even showed up to play basketball at, at an L.A. Gym, fitness yeah, or yeah. something. Like, But he didn't show up. Like That legitimately was in the back of my mind. I thought about that, and I'm like, he's not coming to play. Yep, just going to get close, and then yeah, he went back. He's not coming to play. He's back in Cabo now. He's training yeah. again, from what I heard. So, um, look, it's it's a risky pick. I don't think I would have done it, but I think he's a lot closer to I playing. Than, I, w- I told him right. I told yeah? him before the draft. Really? Hey, I would take. I you're would comfortable. Take you're yeah. confident that he's going to play. Yeah, he was week talking. One. To me, he was talking to me a lot before the draft, saying, "Hey, you know, like uh, he was he was really debating that pick, and I don't even think he likes Zeke." I've been telling him for a while that you know I Zeke's my favorite player this year if he's if he's there. So, I and you know he comes back with T Y Hilton, which is another kind of upside pick. I'm so in love with Aaron Jones at 32. Yeah, I know you love that. Like pick. so in love That's with that pick. That's your dude. That is a, a a drop for me. So so Aaron Jones is in the top 12 for me, and then there's this drop when you get to like 13, 14. Like yeah. I I don't think Josh Jacobs until I see it on the field is in that same tier for Aaron, no, as Aaron Jones I, I and Carrion Jones. I agree Aaron Jones above Josh Jacobs. I have him currently below Carrion and yeah. Devonta Freeman right now, but um, I, I agree. He was my, he was kind of – he would have been right there with me. So yeah. you're going to be mad about this one, but he snipes Tyler Lockett from you oh, in the fourth. I was so mad when he t- sniped Tyler Lockett from me. I legitimately pounded the table. I was, you did. You were mad. I was you were mad. mad. He's sitting right next to me. I'm like, God dang it, Jonah. What are you doing? Take I knew my it. Guy, when Tyler he said Lockett. it, I looked at you. Yeah. I, I, I stopped what yeah. I was doing, and I just looked at your reaction, yeah. and you were not pleased. I mean, I like Cooper Cup was my guy last year. Yeah, you still got I a nice Cup, consolation so prize. I'm happy with it. But it would have been nicer to get Tyler Lockett and Cooper Cup. But, hey. No doubt. I yeah, good, good team, Jonah. Good team. Be overall. He, got Lata- he also sniped me with the Latavius Murray pick. I really, I mean, did. again, that was another guy I really wanted. I might have hit the table again for that one because, <laughs> oh yeah, because Pettis and Latavius Murray went back to back, right there. Yeah. I was the guy. I was actually even a little more mad about that than I was about the uh, the Tyler Lockett pick. Okay, let's wrap up this thing in the next five to six minutes. Uh, we have three more to go, 
And at number three, yours truly. Yeah, we uh, we bumped you up a little bit over what the rest of the league thought. Um, you know, we're a little bit of homers, but hey, it's our show. And, uh, you know, so, I, I agree. We both like these guys. Like, we're not taking guys that we don't like. So, obviously, we're going to be high on our teams. But, Swan, uh, let me talk about your team. Let me you want to talk about my team? Okay, I'm talk not, about my I'm team. Kinda, I am a little more unbiased than you are. Okay. I like the first two picks. I really do. Julio has legitimate chance to be the number one wide receiver. And it's not like it's not like out of the question. Like not even like it's like a I could easily see it. Yeah. You know, no doubt. He's right there with Hopkins and Adams in that tier for me. Tyreek Hill, again, he's gonna be an electric player. You know, he might be a little bit up and down. You might be frustrated on some weeks with him, but you're also gonna have that week where he just goes out for forty points and wins you your week. Yep. So that's what I'm banking right. on. You picked Montgomery a little early for me. There's some guys there I would have rather had, but if you like him that much, you're fine. And I, you know how much I love Sony Michelle, how much I think he's going to be a stud in that Patriots offense. So it's great. Yeah, for me, David Montgomery, he's creeped up into that territory. I think he's a rookie breakout. Yeah, like this, is your, this is your most bold. This is your most bold breakout. pick of the draft right here. Like Jordan Howard's rookie season with the Bears. He ran for 1,200 yards, I think, and eight or nine touchdowns. Like, I legitimately think that Dave Montgomery is going to do the exact same thing. But also catch a ton of balls. But also catch, like, 35 to 40 balls. Yeah. 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 Like, he's going to be somewhere in that 1,000 to 1,200-yard range, 1,150 range. And I am li- might be a little bit off with the Howard numbers. I apologize. But they, they were in that ballpark. He went I, over 1,000 as a rookie. I legitimately have him statted out for that kind of those kind of days. Yeah. yeah. But I just I don't have quite the cojones to take That's a top again, 18. Again, That's a top 18 back. I would have taken Sony Michelle and Mark Ingram above him. But right after that, he was on, he was coming off the board. But then I get Sony Michelle. Then you got Sony Michelle. So I'm fine with it. Um, Hunter Henry, great pick. You know, I think he's going to be a stud this year. I, I think that was right where he should have went. And uh, you know, he took the, probably the best player on the board. Um, Christian Kirk, I'm a little lower on, but still a fine player. And where, where right where he should have went, got your boy Carson Wentz, and then you took basically the like kind of the trio of guys I love to have: um, Naheem Hines or Deion Lewis, Naheem Hines, and Duke Johnson. I was kind of mad at you for the Naheem Hines pick because you know how much I've been loving him all year. Yep. Uh, the one thing I'll talk about the Christian Kirk pick really quick is I think this is interesting where he's going. And I can see what you're saying, Pat, is when it got to me there, when Miles Sanders went, that was the next guy that I really wanted on my team. And after that, there's a serious drop off, at least for me. But to like, I, I'm not a Latavius Murray guy going to the Saints this year. I'm just not. I do not want Rashad Penny. I don't want Shady McCoy. It was too early for Brita. And mm-hmm. I don't want Jordan Howard. So there were no other running backs no, there weren't. that I could have taken. I already have my tight end. And at receiver, I, I'll take Kirk over D.D. Westbrook. I'll take him over Golden Tate. I'll take him over Curtis Samuel, over yeah. Will Fuller, over Corey Davis. Over uh, Now, this is the one. This is the one that I debated hard. It was Dante Pettis. I would have taken Pettis. I would have taken Pettis. But and and had, honestly, looking next. back on it, if, if you're playing the upside card, Pettis was, for me, it was probably the smarter pick was Pettis because... I already have two guys in Tyree Kill and Julio who are sure wide yeah, receiver sure ones. Things, yeah. So I could have played the upside card there a little I think they both have a similar upside, honestly. If anything, Kirk probably has a little bit more, to be you, honest with you. I think in think? that offense, if that offense ends up being I guess what you're it, right. it could be, he could just like if they can if they end up running seventy plays a game, 
I don't think it's going to matter for their yardage, but they could just rack up the amount of the amount of reception. I like, guess I guess my point is like Dante Pettis has way more like big play capability. I think he's me. a better player in general. But you think? I think so. I think so. I think Christian Kirk's pretty damn good. I think he's. Good I think too. he's going to show it. I just think Dante Pettis is a little bit. Pettis is a little better. Okay. And well, I know I, well, I thought I thought Garoppolo would be a better quarterback. So he's had a bat. We'll, yeah. we'll see. He could still be fine. Okay, uh, it's a good squad. Let's good talk squad about. Again. You're right there in that tier with Jonah and Tony. I don't think you're that much better than either of them. Yeah, um, but okay, I appreciate it. Yeah, I think that's good. I, I was happy with squad. it. I was happy with it. All right, we're talking about the elite tier now, and Pat, you fall tier. in the elite tier. I do. We put you at number one, and we put Mitch I, at number two. But I it's a one A one B. It's we're equal. I honestly think we're equal. Two very good teams, Mitch. Yeah, Heck man. Heck of a draft, buddy. Heck of a draft. I looked at Mitch after and I said, that's an A, man. Like, Mitch that was, was an A for me. just sitting there like Zeke just scooping up, just eating. Like, he was just sitting there. If I was Mitch, I'd have been like, just my mouth just dropping further and further as people, as Devonta Freeman and Tariq Cohen. Well, fall. here's the other thing, Pat. So we gave him the team or the consensus after the draft was a B plus. When we sat down last night to talk about this, we also talked about the fact we factored this in. Mitch was originally at nine. Yeah. And he moved back to 12th. And that turned out to be a fantastic move for him. Yeah. If anything, it makes his draft better than mine because he had that trade with Dean, who ended up being terrible. Like, legitimately, Mitch traded back with a team who had the worst team in the league, to, and he ended up drafting arguably the best team, which that has to factor in. So I'm going to put Mitch at number one in here, you know? Yeah, you guys are both right there, but that was a great... Great, like, savvy move, I guess you could say, like, right? Just listen to this team. Deshaun Watson at quarterback. My running backs, Devonta Freeman, Tariq Cohen. My wide receivers, Michael Thomas, Juju Smith-Schuster. My flex, I got Bob Woods there. Yeah. Looking he had sexy. A good, he had a great team. Looking he had sexy. a great team. You got Najoku there at tight end, who's got a lot of upside. Took him in the ninth. I mean, I don't care for Jordan Howard that much, but Royce Freeman, I think, has a 50-50 split with... Uh, with, with uh, with Philip Lindsay, and you got Marcus Valdez scantly chilling with Justice Hill at the end. Heck of a pickup. I like Justice, Hill's, Justice Hill a lot. Great team. Great team. All right, let's talk about your team. So you had the number two overall pick. You go Barkley and then come back, get Diggs, and then at 3.2, you take carry on, man. I congrats on that. Just stellar, stellar first three rounds. Uh, we talked about Tyler Lockett getting snipe from you, but you get Cooper Cup at four. In the fourth, the end of the fourth, and then at five point two, you take Calvin Ridley. So, look, I think you knocked it out of the park with your first five picks, yeah. where players were available to you. I think you took, you made the right call on all of those guys. You had to have been just in awe a little bit that that Boone didn't take Barkley at one, and, and he was there for you at two. Yeah, I was ready to get you. Caught. I was we talked about this. You were almost certain. That Boone was going to take Barkley at yeah, one. Yeah, I did. I really was a hundred, like almost hundred percent. All my scouts, have, I had a lot of scouts kind of putting in work, looking and telling me that 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 Boone was in love with Barkley. You know, I was and I was ready to take Kamara for the longest time. I had Kamara sitting there at number one on my board. Like I was like, all right, Kamara. He's. I'd rather have him over Barkley. But the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, you know what? Barkley did all this stuff last year. He didn't have OBJ for parts of it, and he still was fine. 
he's that offensive line has gotten better from what I've heard. And, yeah. and uh, who says Eli or Daniel Jones and Daniel Jones is looking great. So even if Daniel Jones comes in, I still think he could be an okay player. So, and Barkley's going to just catch the ball like crazy, like Kamara is. So I think he easily, he, to me, he has the highest upside out of any player in the league. Barkley. Barkley could legitimately break fantasy with, with the amount of receptions and touchdowns and ability yeah. that he has. You know, barring an injury, I think you're getting the best offensive player in football Agreed. right now. Agreed. So there's no there's no negatives about that. You can't you can't knock taking a guy like that one bit, no matter what the situation. And he's going to get his. Uh, I like that you got Matt Breida. Love it, actually. I really wanted to get him. I knew he wasn't going to come back to me. Uh, look, the only pick that I don't like, and it's just not my guy. Yeah. But I don't disagree with it necessarily. It's Rashad Penny. Yeah, I, I didn't but, wasn't excited about that pick either, honestly. But to me, I was looking at my team. I was looking at the board. I'm like, I don't. The only other person I was, I I knew I was taking Evan Ingram coming back. I knew that, and I knew that that Boone already had a tight end. So I'm like, what is next? Who is next on my board? Do I? It's it was Marvin Jones and Rashad Penny, and I'm like. I'm fine with my three wide receivers. So I'm just going to go ahead and take a running back with a good amount of upside. Yeah. And, and a guy that I think is going to have standalone value behind Chris Carson. Yeah. So uh, I was, I didn't love the pick. I would have rather had Latavius Murray, but again, it, it was, it's one of those things I just took, I just took the highest guy on my board. Yep. Top five rushing offense, uh, 140 plus carries left behind by Mike Davis. So yeah, Rashad Penny's going to have standalone value. There's no doubt about it. I don't hate it. Again, just not one of my guys. Love that you get Anthony Miller and uh, Geronimo Allison late. Overall, good draft, man. Great draft. A, you knocked out of the park. Mitch knocked out of the park. So let's do a quick recap. We're going to wrap up the podcast. At number 14, we had Dean with an F. John at 13 with a D. Roops. Coming in at number 12 with a D-plus. Another D-plus for Rudy at 11. Boone is in that next tier. This is a tier break. We had Boone at 10 with a C. We had a bunch of Cs here in a row. D with a C at 9. 8 with a C was uh, Steve with a C. At number 7, we had Jake making a big move, one of the biggest moves up. Uh, we had him with a C-plus. Originally, we thought he was maybe one of the two or three worst drafts in the, in the league. I remember coming maybe out of that draft, he we had the disagreed worst. with the C-minus. We thought he should have been a D. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you look at the team again, it's Jake. Good job. Yeah, you know, so six, Corey, C-plus, and then another tier break. We get into the great, the very good tier here with Tony, Jonah, and myself. B-minus for Tony, B for Jonah at four, and then uh, B-plus for me. And then, again, the, the two home run uh, drafts, you know, that we had, uh, the two owners that, that really killed this thing, Pat sitting next to me and Mitch. Good job sitting guys. Next to you as well at the draft. Yes. Yeah, sitting next to me at the draft. Yeah. So he had a great one. Um, yeah. With his knee up torn ACL. So hopefully, uh, <laughs> hey, yeah, Mitch, it worked for you. You might it have did. to do that every year. It did. You should probably tear your ACL again. Uh, <laughs> it's terrible. All right. Well, thanks again, everybody for listening to pad the stats. Uh, again, find us wherever you listen to your podcast at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn radio, um, Google podcasts, Apple podcasts. If you're on your smartphone, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. We're all over the place. So Thanks again, everyone, and uh, we're going to have our sleepers on our next episode. So look out for that, and have a great weekend. Bye-bye.